What's up? What's up? What's up, everybody? I'm back with another episode of the Good and the Bad podcast, episode 17. Today, I want to talk about the Power Wolf Gala. Uh, I delivered a speech over the past weekend, and it was on. It was titled "The Societal Expectations." Motherfucking! It was. <laughs> it was called "Societal Expectations and the Masks We Wear," and it was a pretty hard speech for me to deliver so i wanted a redemption and decided to create a podcast episode for it so i hope you guys like it it covers a lot of things uh around uh, fucking just just listen to the episode all right let's go What's up, guys? Today's actually World Mental Health Day. I just wanted to thank you guys for listening again to another one of my episodes. Through listening to them, you are supporting mental health. If you want to take a step further, reach out to someone in your life. All right, guys, I just wanted to say fuck me for always trying to charge up and wait until a podcast is ready to go until I until it just sometimes you just got to go and do something. If you give yourself a whole week to do it, it's going to take a whole week. So I'm giving myself 12 minutes to give you a way super packed version of my speech that I said on Saturday. And I hope you guys get the message. The message of what I wanted to convey on Saturday was that toxic masculinity really fucks people up. And we created the Power Wolf Gala because it was meant to help end the stigma on mental health and it's really important for me as a dude to be up there and talk about my own experience with mental health and how this uh accumulated from childhood through adulthood like accumulated in a sense of the pressures of of having to to the pressures of live, having to live up to to certain expectations and what that does to your mental health. And so this comes in a bunch of different areas. It comes from societal pressures, it comes from family pressures, it comes from career pressures, cultural pressures, gender pressures, whatever the fuck you want to call it. So I'll start this off by saying typical society stereotypes and this is what I believe. There's a bunch of characteristics of what makes a man. You have got to be tough. You got to know how to protect people. You got to be able to have some wit, assertiveness. You got to have things in control. You got to be successful. You got to be charismatic. You got to be da 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 da. Like all these like cool traits that people glorify. But then on the flip side, there's a bunch of traits that make a man less than, and those things are openness, vulnerability, sensitivity, um, just signs of weakness and not having things together and that can really put a chip on a lot of shoulder put a chip on a lot of people's shoulders i don't want to speak for all the guys out there i'll just speak for myself that it's it was really hard for me to embrace the traits that quote-unquote make a guy less than uh because simply if i were to explain it to you guys it's just it's a combination of all those pressures that i mentioned to you guys The title of my speech is called Societal Expectations in the Mask We Wear because there's a bunch of expectations out there of what you're supposed to be and living up to those expectations if they're not actually you actually takes a huge toll on your mental health. 
And I believe that this is rooted in my inability to fully express myself and be seen and heard by others at a young age. Um, and it, as I re- reflect on it, it was, you know, my mom just wants to, to raise me in the best way that she knew. Uh, she raised me out of fear. She raised me with like a survival lens because she is a survivor from the Vietnam War. And I'd say that being raised under that rooftop, it taught me a lot of grit, tenacity, um, hard work ethic. But on the flip side of that, I never really learned how to, I never learned how to express when I needed help or when I had, when I truly like had affection for someone else or like how to just actually cultivate a bond because love languages, Asians are really, or like my mom was just really good at showing things like making me food or I don't know, taking me to school uh, or taking me to all these uh, movies and things like that. There's not really much on the communication of verbal, but it's more through acts of service. And so if I were to look back at my whole experience of growing up, I'd say that from a very young age in elementary, I started getting fucked up from uh, just my mom saying that like, hey, I don't like, not hey it's like whenever we get in a fight she'd be like i don't want you like you're just like your dad uh you're really egocentric you care you're, you're very selfish da 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 and she just threw all this shit at me uh, and just imagine like being like a really young kid and you don't really even know your dad but when you're hearing that from your mom and you're saying that you're really similar to him you never want to be anything like that and so i think at a very young age that experience really instilled self-consciousness in me it made me a lot more self-aware to a almost to a fault and it made me really insecure on my peers and it made me hyper aware of like everything that was happening so i'd go to school i would have my rice balls uh, kids would make fun of me Um, i that's what you call like the lunchbox meal where people just i don't know they 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 ostracize you for your differences uh, I never really got to go to sleepovers I really wanted to hang out and I couldn't do that uh, and it also just made me really like those comments from my mom really just made me really self-conscious of how I projected myself to other people so at a very young age through a combination of not of being different at school with like just by being Asian uh, and also having being judged by my mom at home for being like my dad, I think it really it really made me feel isolated. And for, so from a young age I and and I carried this all through high school and college, I always wanted to find my community. I always wanted and and through finding community, what that meant at a younger age was like, I just wanted to fit in. I always wanted to fit in. I wanted a better status. I, you know, like at a very young age, there's like, there's jocks, there's nerds, there's, uh, I don't know, kids that do a bunch of drugs. There's, there's outcasts, there's like nerds, whatever you want to, whatever those stereotypes are, those are very, very apparent at a young age. And I'd say that at that age, I was, I spent a lot of time in high school and in college pursuing those 
those like essentially pursuing a status it's like man i really wish that i could hang out with these kids like i really wish that um i wasn't made fun of for my differences and you know i i really wasn't a person that could clap back really fast because i don't know i'm just fucking slow with that stuff and so i was i was frustrated for sure uh if i think back to those years i wasn't the most athletic kid uh i didn't go to i didn't go to any of my high school dances uh i remember just not being able to connect with people that well like i was a funny kid but i was just still like i don't know it was just like awkward times you know and i think accumulation of all that really takes a toll on your ego um and your self-worth it it takes a toll on man like am i gonna be an outcast and feel feel like i i'm chasing this other like persona of myself for so long or am i ever gonna be able to just be liked for who i am and I think in particular elementary to high school and college are times where things are pretty judgmental just because um, you're in like a bubble and when people try to, when people try to, people, it's honestly like kind of power play. People try to push status on each other. They click up with like certain groups. Like why do you think people join like clubs, um, frats? And like, why do you think it's just, it's just really, like, when I look back at it, I had a hard time. I had a hard time. Um, I found myself, when I joined college, <laughs> when I went to college, I joined the crew team, the rowing team, and I did that because uh, I wanted the status of being an athletic kid. I wanted uh, to be with, like, a group of people that had my back, and I wanted to prove to myself that again like another societal expectation of like what it is to be a man uh i want to be buff dude i want to be like liked i wanted to have like a crew that could have my back and i just wanted a new group of friends and i just wanted to reset so i put myself through three years of just fucking waking up at 5 a.m and stuff like that you know, you know i let go of all the status after like a couple years uh because i, I learned to really love this sport but dude, going into it, all I wanted was just the status. And I think there's just something to say about growing up in a white society and what that does to you as a minority, if you're not conscious of it, it is that you, like personally for me, you feel like a move up in society is to be more like what is the norm, which is white people. And to all the white people listening to this, like, I don't mean to knock on you or anything when I say this. I hope this doesn't make you feel too uncomfortable, but that was my reality. And, uh, wow, that, that definitely took a toll on my mental health because I always just trying to chase something that I was trying to mold myself into something that I wasn't. And I think this, this is so important for you guys to hear. Uh, and be, because it's, I, I saw myself do this in multiple other areas. I did this when I when I joined a frat as well. Like, why do you join a frat? You want you want some bros. 
you want to be able to meet girls you want to be able to have like a certain crew that you know you guys get it right and, and then like why do people it's just you want community right and you want to find a place that either you're pursuing some some new identity for yourself or you are just hanging out with people that you're actually comfortable with and for me it was always a chase of an external factor to yeah essentially just like the chase this vision of wanting to be liked and it it's it's deeply rooted from a childhood problem of not feeling included feeling like i was always the odd one out um and that really took a toll on me as i was growing up and you know i i don't think that this is all for nothing i i think that there's a good and a bad to everything right in spirit of this podcast I think that through all the years of me trying to fit in with a bunch of different cliques and connect with different people, even though part of that was biting the bullet and selling a little bit part of my soul, um, you know, I, I understand what it feels like to be a nerdy kid, to be an outcast, to be the unathletic kid. I know what it feels like to be on a team, to be on a competitive level. I understand what it feels like to be like partying with a bunch of kids and to let loose. Um, I also know what it feels like to be super deep and to be super expressive. And I really know how to be tough and have thick skin. So I think the accumulation of my life experience has given me a, a wide range of ways to connect with different people. And where I'm at now is I, I just want to give back. Um, I'm just doing my best to like, be who I am. And I would just want to tell you guys that it's still like really, really hard, even though that uh, I have a lot of supporters who love my podcast and and things like that. I, I still really struggle to to see like my self image and, and my self worth sometimes in that like, fuck, like you're a fucking bitch, man. Like I still I still have these thoughts in my head of like I, I still call myself a pussy and I still just like talk shit on myself all the time. And uh, it, it gets better, but I think it, it is the repeated acts of continuing to show up as who you are, which is what I'm doing right now for you guys. And this is the essence of just owning your story um, and, and in spirit, again, of Mental Health Day, uh, Mental Health Awareness Day. It is knowing, like practicing the art of taking up space and holding space. I'm taking up space right now to tell my story and you guys are holding space to me for me by just simply listening. You're not saying anything. And I just want you, it's pretty easy. If someone is opening up to you, you literally just hold space for them and you just listen to them. You don't try to fix them. And the flip side of that is also learning how to take up space for yourself to actually acknowledge and give yourself credit. And that was, that's one of the hardest things for the Asian narrative that I have in me is that I can tend to keep my head down, um, shake things off, have thick skin. And, uh, because of this accumulated experience across my life, I can have a big tendency to hold space for others at the expense of like my own mental health. Like I can be giving so much to other people and I can be like, it's just, it's to, to the point where it's not healthy. Um, so if I were to leave you guys with one thing, this is what I really 
was hoping to say on Saturday, but I didn't, is that there there's this still this weird thing in our culture where people are talking about I catch people talking about their struggle uh, about like their struggle, but it's always masked in something cool and, and and acceptable, like being an entrepreneur or being on the grind or working really hard. But oh, man, I'm working like 60 hours or 70 hours a week or I'm trying to find a job or I don't have a job. Now, I don't want to discredit not having a job as like a completely traumatic thing, but that is something that is socially acceptable to talk about versus versus just talking about pure self-worth or self-image or just learning to like the person that you see or damn like i'm hella ugly or some shit like that like those are the things that honestly cross my mind and i i still like just to be completely honest with you like when i do this podcast i i still feel really exposed i feel that like the people that are going to listen to this are just like wow like this is too much but I want to ask you guys, like, if you listen to this and if you feel like it's too much, you are contributing to the problem. Like, there, there's so many people out there that hold their shit inside because they feel like they're going to be judged. And the number one thing that I believe is that everyone just wants to be accepted for who they are. And that first starts off with just really, like, fucking practicing that yourself you gotta practice it yourself in terms of not judging other people accepting them for who they are and that's actually a really hard thing to do it's hard to do because there's all these labels and stereotypes and pressures in society that check you before you even realize it not check you but like it it pressures you into thinking a certain ways so the next time you catch yourself trying to laugh along with the crowd when something as actually isn't right or the next time you catch yourself like you, you should have stood up for someone, but you didn't, or you should have stood up for yourself, but you didn't take, take the chance to actually do it. The next time you feel like you should say something or you want to let the other person know how you feel or that, you know, there's been something that's been bottling up inside of you, but you haven't even given the other person the opportunity to, to get a learning from you or to actually know where you, you come from. I really challenge you to do that because that's the only way how we're going to break this stigma. And um, yeah, a wise person once once said, <laughs> this is a person who's a huge inspiration in my life. He said that, you know, you've got to have a vision. you got to have a vision for yourself because everyone's going to have an opinion. And you don't have to be a visionary in, in that you, you have a company or you have like this crazy vision that you want to achieve, you can have a vision for yourself and a vision of who you want to become. And, and that's first starts out with really thinking about like both the, all of your traits, the traits that quote unquote make you attractive and the traits that make you less than because I mean, it shouldn't even be viewed that way. It should be normalized and just being like what it means to be human. And I, I think if you can take a step in in that direction um, and have a vision of like where you want to be in terms of like how you want to live your life, then you can really you can really just live freely and you can really help others have the permission to do so for themselves as well. So, yeah, I'm going to leave you guys with that. Uh, I really challenge you guys to continue to uh, practice 
holding and taking up space and to just dude take part in helping end this mental health aware like this fucking mental health stigma thing because it's really fucked up like i shouldn't have to feel really exposed and like insecure and weak and less than just because i'm talking about mental health and like my story it shouldn't be that way but for some reason i've internalized that and for some reason a lot of people can tend to be like you know a lot more surface level and they're scared of depth and shit like that why i think that stuff's so interesting but sometimes our society can can want to distract us with social media with tv with doing a bunch of like external things versus actually doing the internal work which is tied to mental health um so i just wanted to leave you guys with that i i think that you we all have a responsibility to um just be there for the people who matter in our life because you never really know what's going to happen and you know life's really short what's the point of working so damn hard and accumulating all these things material things or whatever it is if you can't even have like the right state of mind and and share it with the people that you love so again one last thing that i would like to say to you guys is strive to be the person that you wish you had me growing up i didn't really have an asian american dude that was super expressive and versatile as i am now and i'm just trying to be the person that i wish i had growing up so you know what they say like when when there isn't a movie actor that that you can you see in television that looks like you so you don't think it's possible whether if it's in management at your work or leadership or if that is in an influential role that you can model after or if you don't have it in your life then you got to be that and in order to be that you got to understand that it starts with just owning your story and part of that is being able to accept the parts that are labeled as good and bad according to society and reframing that to be that this is just me and the sooner that you can do that damn this world's gonna be fucking fire thanks for listening guys